Patiently, yet joyfully, we await the fulfillment of Advent. Patiently, yet joyfully, we await the fulfillment of Advent. You know, I was 11 years old, and it was a Sunday morning, and our family was getting ready to go to the 8.30 Mass. Uh, it was winter time, and we had gotten about five inches of snow the night before. In my family, there were five children, and plus my parents. And my parents liked to be on time for things, uh, especially my dad. He did not like to be late. Um, we only had one bathroom in our house, so it took some planning and cooperation to, to get everyone ready. And... Uh, my mom was always concerned on how we would look. <clears throat> As she put it, she didn't want us looking like a bunch of ragamuffins. You know, I'm not quite sure what a ragamuffin is, but I do know that my mom did not want me looking like one. So we did not have a, a garage to park our uh, vehicle in, and so the blue station wagon was sitting out in the driveway, and my dad went out, he let the dog out, and then he went and he started the car to warm it up and to brush it off. And he came into the house and he started giving us the word, you know, let's go, let's go, let's go, we're going to take off pretty soon. And so then we all piled into the car and he started backing up. Well, my brother and I were serving that day, so um, my dad needed to get us there on time. Well, our dog, a beagle, uh, was on the driveway uh, behind the car, in the snow, and my dad uh, did not see her. Anyway, the dog got hit as we were backing up. Now, my dad was this kind, nice, gentle man who I once saw push a 500-pound boiler up a set of stairs because the timber on top of the stairs broke as they were moving it down. You know, he was also a man's man. Well, dad looked into the rearview mirror, and he's a ah! Ah. He goes, oh, she's moving. She's moving. Let's go. And he took off. <laughs> My sisters cried all the way to church, you know, which was about a mile and a half away. Well, Dad was right. When we got home after church, the dog seemed okay. Um, he even took her to the vet and had her checked out. And that dog didn't take very many vet many trips to the vet in its life, so it was a big deal. And, uh, but it was cause for a little celebration for us kids. You know, often when I look out into the crowd here, or especially when I'm in back of the church there, and I see families coming in, and I say to myself, praise God, you made it, you made it. Uh, you know, I bet most of us have uh, a story or two of uh, one point or another in our life when uh, it was very difficult for us to get to Mass. As Father said, today is Gaudete Sunday, which means rejoice. Um, and first of all, I'm wearing rose. This is rose. And thanks to Father Zabinski, we have rose-colored vestments for the deacon this year. And, uh, and our vestments are here because they're to symbolize today that this is a day of celebration. You know, this is the third Sunday in Advent, a season of preparation, um, a season of hope. Hope and preparation as we await the coming of our Lord on Christmas Day and the coming of Jesus in all his glory on the last day. 
You know, Mother Church, in all its wisdom, wants us to take a short break from the preparation that we are doing during the Advent season and have a little celebration to rejoice. So sometime today, do what Mother Church is telling you to do. Rejoice and have a little celebration. After Mass, they are going to have a little celebration for us here also so we can, we can stop on our way out. You know, the story I told you about my family is really a story which involved preparation. You know, we had this goal of getting to Mass and looking presentable when we got there. It involved a journey from our house to the church. And there were some distractions and mishaps along the way. But it was a success. Uh, We arrived looking reasonably presentable. And at the end, we had something to celebrate about. You know, all three of our readings today have to do with a journey. A journey that all of us are on. The journey for the salvation of God's peoples. You know, during the Advent season, we not only focus on the coming of our Lord on Christmas Day, but also at this coming at the end of time. You know, in today's reading, and from the Gospel of St. Matthew, they are all part of that story of salvation. The story that will be completed at the coming of our Lord at the end of time. You know, our first reading from the prophet Isaiah points to the coming of Jesus and all the things he will do. Remember in the Old Testament, always points to the Messiah. All the readings in the Old Testament point to the Messiah, when the Messiah will come. And in his coming, when he comes into this world, and it was the coming of Jesus into this world, Isaiah tells us what the Messiah, what Jesus will do. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf will be cleared, and then the lame and the lame will leap like a stag, then the tongue of the mute will, will sing. You know, he goes on to tell us um, that these other things will also happen. Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing, crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness, sour and mourning, willfully. Well, this will happen at the end of time. You know, in our second reading from the book of James, we are told how we should act now, at this present time. Now that the Lord has come, he has come and then ascended back to heaven, and we await his return for the final day. He tells us, be patient, be patient with each other, and make our hearts firm because Jesus will return. And this is the tough one. Do not complain about one another. Huh? Do not complain about one another. Then in our gospel, we hear Jesus answer the question from John the Baptist. Are you the one to come? Or should we look for another? He's asking, are you the Messiah? He answers the question by quoting the prophet Isaiah. And exactly what we heard in the first reading. Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised. And the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. 
So why is this relevant in today's uh, society, in today's world? Huh? How does this fit in? Well, Advent is a season of hope and preparation. The hope that will that at the end of it, after much preparation, we will have an encounter with the Messiah. We will have an encounter with Jesus, Jesus our Lord. You know, our preparation should include having a goal, uh, making a journey. So this is the third Sunday of uh, Advent. So if we're kind of lax in our in our uh, journey here, we can we still have time to uh, to shore it up and to do things. Um, working through, we're going to have to be working through some mishaps and distractions. That's part of life. Things get in our way. We have to work around them. And then have an ex- expectation that at the end it will be successful. And when it does end, we will have a time of great celebration. This Advent season, we will all have our own personal preparation story, our own personal preparation story. Let us keep this in mind as we patiently yet joyfully await the fulfillment of Advent. Thank you.